everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch. And it is my great privilege to announce oh, no. that I will be playing Geralt of Rivera in season five of Netflix's The Witcher. Can you try, can you try that again? Gonna, let's do another take and action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need to collab. <laughs> we got to sync it up. Yeah. It doesn't. It already syncs. It records the audio and the video together. You don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. And this video is brought to you by YouTube. You can watch our video podcast on YouTube.com if you haven't been doing that. Um, watch Stretch have an absolute <laughs> fucking meltdown. I uh, hope that this episode gets desync. <laughs> Just to fuck with you. <laughs> the more we, with every time we clap, it's like a millisecond off. Like it just slowly <laughs> separates, right? A little bit of a delay. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Marvel Snap not Marvel Clap and Bayonetta 3. But first, let's get into some news. Uh, we do know the season five Witcher star, as you heard earlier, it's going to be Andrew Four. Stretch. No, 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 oh, season five, five. Okay. Stretch. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're building their way up to me. Right, right, because yeah. it's, it's Henry at the top, and then you're going down to Liam Hemsworth, <laughs> and then further down, sure. it's like easing us in. Bottom, baby. And then season six, <laughs> season six is Chris Pratt. There you go. Uh, but in the video game space, CDPR has announced that Canis Majoris, one of the uh, Witcher projects they had announced previously, is going to be a remake of the original Witcher game in Unreal Engine 5. And it's going to be spearheaded by Fool's Theory, which is a Polish studio that's also helped out with a bunch of other projects like Baldur's Gate 3, Outriders, Senua's Sacrifice. So all in all, we're going to get a new Witcher game, but it's a new old Witcher game. Another new Witcher game, because they announced like four of them. Yes, but this, this is like... This being one of them. This is the OG The Witcher, the one that <clears throat> is still very good by today's standards. And uh, it's going to be remade in Unreal very 5. Very, is yep. it very good by today's yes. standards? I don't, yeah, well, I don't think people can, consider it very good by back well, then. I've heard stage. about you know, you Witcher can go back and, and play Witcher it. 2. You, you play it right now, and it doesn't feel old. At all, not even a little bit. You know how bit. everybody talks about Mass Effect One being slow and agonizing? Triple that, and it's the first oh, Witcher yeah. game. Mm -hmm. it the is, combat it is, is super, like, super wonky. A lot of running. Um, a lot of loading screens. So I'll be curious what they mean by remake. Are they going to make it in the style of a Witcher Three, but tell the Witcher One so. story? Or what? Yeah, I, I, I mean that I Final Fantasy Seven glow up. Yeah, I would hope that it would be like a Final Fantasy VII esque glow up. I mean, it feels like it since I mean they're they're saying UE five and stuff. So, do you think we're gonna have like the first five hours stretch to forty mm -hmm. hours again? Like it's gonna be part one and <laughs> The Witcher one, part one. Yeah, I don't think so. They're gonna break it up into episodic short stories to do the books justice. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're gonna uh, reinclude the uh, collectible card game that's part of the first one? Well, oh, I love what do you Gwent. get for those? Booty. Oh, Gwent's not in the first game. No, it's yeah, not. It's no. something way worse. No, it's it's way worse. It's uh, you bang hookers and get cards of the it, hookers. I guess. Yeah. You get it's art. like you get art. Be you gotta give it the correct reverence. It's art. Mm. If mm -hmm. I remember, it's been like a long time since I played. I think the cards are pretty risque too. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Like, extremely. They in the in the GOG remake, I think they censored the cards. But mm. in the first, in the like original release, it was just in the tits hanging out. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, when Full they on. when they redid Mafia Two, did they keep all of the Playboys in that? I didn't even know there were Playboys in that. Oh yeah, that no was idea. the that was the big collectible is that you could oh. collect Playboy magazines, and they were like true playboy centerfolds of the time Crazy. you know because that's Good. the thing that historically you're gonna put <laughs> put investment in mm -hmm. yeah i could see them i mean what bayonetta now has a do you want to toggle nudity or not you know they just make it a make it a, a flip yeah, yeah I, mean, I think it's totally cool to include it it's just you've got to give maybe give players the option or Mm -hmm. And they may remove it just to... What kind to... of fucking prudes are we? Who gives a shit if there's nudity? <laughs> like, well, you gotta think about, like, younger kids playing, potentially, I guess, too. But so it's they... like... But it's rated M for... Parent. 
Yeah, it's rated M for mature. Down to a so I want my Game of Thrones. I want two versions. I want the no nudity Game of Thrones, and I want the true Game of Thrones experience. Right? So, mm. so you want one season of Game of Thrones? Yeah, so that's, that's for me. It's just there's no. That's stupid. <laughs> just keep it keep it in there if you want it. If you don't, don't. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, either way, I think the bigger problem is going to be more. Are they going to make the game fun? Right. Yes. Like, yeah. That that's a bigger question with the remake than will there be titties on the cards or not? I mean, I think I think they've had a, a pretty good uh, ascension of combat. Like, so the first one had kind of it had the um, swords I'm ranking on the freaking word. Well, it had the swords. It had uh, magic potions. potions and tonics. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and then the second one kind of refined that, and then the third one made it really simple. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, th- I think if they keep the third version's combat and kind of bring that to the first one and maybe make it less painful to play through from start to finish. Just um, a whole bunch of quality of life changes. Yeah. yeah. Give us a little bit more of an open world because it, it was kind of linear with mm-hmm. some branching. Well, um, I, I don't think that's necessarily a problem if they keep it that way, just spruce yeah. it up some. Um, not every game needs to be open world. I agree. Um, yeah. We want uh, Geralt of Rivia, the corridor shooter. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. We need the Final Fantasy 13 of Witcher games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all hallways all the time. Yeah, just one long Some, some dude's got a, a little roach Actually, in his afro. Let's just, let's yeah. just scrap this remake. The Witcher Endless Runner coming to iOS and Ouya near you. Yes, Temple Run, but Geralt. Surprised we don't already have it. <laughs> no, the, the way they're making money is Gwent. That's their... Yeah their cash cow right yeah i think this is uh this is like the first we've seen in terms of like cdpr just kind of going all out on their their ip right because you know before i feel like they were just the witcher and just cyberpunk for a long time right but like it was just the three games and the one and now like we know about so many games in the cards and like this is one of them it's making me wonder how many other like is it a witcher 2 remake like not anytime soon, but you know, I, mean, that... I, I wonder if it'll be one of those. They see how the first one works out. And yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe, yeah. I mean, a lot of people played two over one as two, well. Like, two is definitely what people later. learned yeah. who CDPR are. Was yeah, like two was the foothold for them. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, also, I remember a lot of people were well like, nowadays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that one was tough. Too. I remember harder. just getting absolutely destroyed over and over again. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like three was I think their first big blockbuster, like mainstream blockbuster yeah. sort of absolutely release. Yeah. Like I mean there's TV shows for it now. I mean it's not of the game, right? But yeah. Yeah. It, it made that IP very popular. And it's so popular that Henry Cavill can't shoulder the burden anymore and has to lighten the load. Yeah, that's why he's doing it. That's yes, yeah, he's, like he's Daddy he's James Gunn mailing him checks. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, being Superman is a big burden too. Yeah, I mean, he's true. basically Jesus if if Zack Snyder keeps doing this. Oh, well, it's especially a big deal if if you've got DC's history behind it. Yeah, hey, James yeah. Gunn's in charge now, man. It mm-hmm. might, I I like James Gunn, so I feel like there's a chance that we're gonna see a better um, kind of cinematic. Soups, yeah. Yeah, just in general yeah. from DC. Uh, and and if, if you are out of the loop, listeners, um, Henry Cavill's not going to be Geralt in season four of the Netflix Witcher. It's yeah. going so to go next Liam season. Hemsworth. He will be that comes yes. out season three, but after that, he won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liam. Do you think we're going to get some like you know season three ends with like some monster spitting acid in his face, and it's going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, this will take months to heal and then they slowly unveil, <laughs> un- they'll just wrap the bandages and it's it's lean hensworth or do like or a, they'll just do nothing and it just changes the next season could be that or they I do like a blood that. and wine thing where Geralt looked at the camera and like winked and that'll be the end of season three <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know a lot I of mean, speculation about why he's done money yeah uh, there's also i was reading there's something a, this morning um where he's gotten in a lot of fights with the writers in terms yeah, of like yeah. being frustrated how they kind of mock the source material. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he signed on when he signed on, he was like, I'm in this for the seven year long haul. Like I want to do justice true, yeah. to the he's books. Super popular. Yeah, there's been a lot of reports of 
uh, big conflict over content and how like he was he might be someone might see him as annoying, but he was the guy that was like had the books on set and would be like that's fucking wrong and just point to yeah. the book. Yeah, and like, like we don't care, and he's like, well, okay, I guess like. <laughs> Yeah, like I can see how that would girl. be demoralizing, right? Oh, like yeah. you're joining a, a series because you read the books, you love the the kind of lore behind it, yeah. and to come onto it and get it Netflixified, he's, where he's the, the people ultimate, just don't give a shit. He's the ultimate, like, oh well, the books were better, and it's like we're still filming, and you're saying oh, that yeah. at least wait until it's out before <laughs> you start starring in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, lest we forget, like Henry Cavill is like a legit nerd. Like he is probably nerd, yeah. very excited about this remake announcement. I'm sure. Oh he yeah. Is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Henry, if you want to like let the world know, you can email us uh, pr@techraptor.net. What if they do the Let's thing? Let's do a Witcher episode. Come on. Yeah. yeah. What if they do the thing like when they when they re-released? Um, uh, Goldeneye, and they put like Daniel Craig in it or whatever. They re-release Witcher One, but they they use Cavill as the as the base. Oh yeah. No. Or at this point, would it be Liam? Do you think the the remake might come oh, out shit. far out enough? It's gonna be oh, Liam. Imagine how mad he would it? be. If he missed the chance to be in the video game. <laughs> the fucking Doug Cockle shade, man. He's he's Geralt. Yeah, he's the OG he's Geralt. Geralt. Oh, yeah. He is Geralt. Mm-hmm. I would. I'm I would not be saying cool replace to see the him voice. involved in some way, shape, or form. Oh, you see, make make him look like Henry yeah, Cavill's yeah, yeah. Geralt, <laughs> or yeah, maybe there's did. like a NPC that looks like. That's Henry. all the time in games. You have yeah. you have the rigging model, and then you have the the voice, mm-hmm. and then you can take it to another game with NFTs. So yeah, that's how it works, right? That's and how the, all and all the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, the metaverse, which is working very well for Meta's. Oh uh, God! Evaluation. Did you see that yeah. report about them and Home Depot? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, that that with all of the the lack of consumer confidence and how much money has been sunk in, Meta as a as a corporate entity is worth less than Home Depot currently. Oh, amazing. Which like Home Depot know. is still like in top fifteen, yeah. top twenty valuable, on, yeah. on yeah, so, like, like on the Forbes five hundred. But Take still home? real home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They got into the wrong uh they got into the wrong market. What a bunch <laughs> yeah. of idiots. Yeah, they, now they need to start making real It's kind of like the difference between fake money and real money. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptocurrency, real money. Real currency. Hmm. NFTs, real art. Weird. I mean, what Activision's been getting fucky with that as well, with the with how expensive the microtransactions and charms are. That you can, yeah, that you can get a real-life charm cheaper than yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, the digital equivalent. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah, like all of this this fake art is just costing so much. Like I'm I'm wondering if we're reaching a singularity point with that too, where it's like gonna just maybe just crash time to burn the internet down. Could be. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe maybe Meta will lead the charge in that. It's just so bad it puts everyone off it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It starts a fire so big that we can't stop it anymore. I'm going back to writing letters. <laughs> Yeah, get your, uh, get your Tech Raptor newsletter mailed to you daily. <laughs> yeah, snail mailed to you. It'll cost 40 cents a day. Uh, in other news, the co-founders of Rocksteady, you might know them from the Arkham games, like Arkham the good Asylum, Arkham games, the good Arkham ones, City, yeah. Arkham Knight, not Arkham Origins. Uh, the two co-founders of it, Jamie Walker and Sefton Hill, have announced that they will be leaving the company, and this is not out of any ill will or negative feelings or anything. It's just more time to move on to new adventures, so you can catch them within a year announcing their new studio of some kind. <laughs> yeah, which which is purely speculation, but like, come on, two of the most important people from your studio leave and from together. an extremely successful franchise. Yeah. yeah yeah and i mean they're saying they will quote begin a new adventure in gaming so i mean they're creating their own yeah. metaverse i wonder <laughs> if they want to go back to independent to since wb owns rocksteady i wonder if mm-hmm. there's some some sort of bad blood there between dev publisher they're gonna go make marvel games yeah <laughs> i mean wb has been shitting the bed across the board so it wouldn't surprise me if there was some kind of weird push or maybe even them leaving opens up enough budget that they don't need to fire you know Mm, 10 other people people in the corporation maybe Maybe, yeah Yeah. well because 
right now that studio is working on the Suicide Squad game, right? The, mm-hmm. su- yes. What's it? Suicide Squad kills the Justice League? Is that the full name? I think that's the full yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of looking Gotham Knighty in terms of like you know four player co op skills yeah. and all of that. So I'm wondering it's if... better than Gotham Knights. We haven't seen any gameplay from it though yet, right? No, it's all been cinematic, so we don't know how like live yeah. servicey co-op it could be. But I am curious if part of that's that's part of the reason too. It's like something they didn't quite want to do because I mean, all of the Arkham games have been pretty like you're the fucking Batman. That's it. and like period dot you're Batman, yeah. and then sometimes the other Bat children in the DLC. But play bat one children. person, the yeah. Bat children, the Bat type, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's pretty singular, right? Like single player solo mission type stuff. Um, yeah. So I wonder if maybe that's more of the kind of creative stuff they want to pursue as opposed to like four different characters at the same time. Probably because they wanted them to add the Batmobile as a playable character. Mm-hmm. It kind of was an Arkham Knight. Oh, I mean, the, I think the Batmobile has its own TV show at the moment. Like there's there's weird like, pushes. Like Knight Rider, yeah? It just, uh, it speaks to you. I I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm not. I'm really not. Okay, because I know there's like that Pennyworth show, the Alfred Alfred Pennyworth show. There's that. There's Gotham. There's Penguin. Mm -hmm. Penguin Mm -hmm. coming, yeah. Yeah. Bat Wheels. That's it. Bat Wheels. The TV show Bat Wheels, where everyone looks like Cars characters. Sweet. I hate that. <laughs> Coming this fall to HBO Max. <laughs> I I really hate that. Why did we need this? <laughs> Are they bringing Larry the Cable Guy to play like a Mater type? Uh, let me see if there's any noticeable voice talent. Uh, he's Commissioner Gordon. Larry well, the I'm sure guy. that these are all... Oh, the... oh so there's a bad computer but there's also a bad computer and the bad computer is voiced by someone show oh good for uh, him tom kenny's in it oh someone show is also the riddler mm. oh he'd be a good riddler i feel like yeah yeah huh but yeah <laughs> interesting <laughs> that feels Wait, does that mean the Riddler is a car? Is it like the Riddler's car? Is no, that I think there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like the Riddler's car. Um, okay. But, but uh, there is like the actual human characters as well. Like uh, Batman's there, but the story focuses on his car. And it has like eyes on its windshield. Can it drive okay. by itself? I mean, I mean it already it, can. That's yeah. not even... It's a different question. Is it sentient? <laughs> yeah, it's sentient. They talk. Okay. Okay, yeah, it doesn't need to be like Bat McQueen to, to do <laughs> that. It drive <laughs> when is the Batmobile not driven itself? No. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting to see these co-founders leaving Rocksteady. Uh, I don't foresee this being like a, a negative impact on Suicide Squad necessarily. You know, because there's always been like a worry with some other, like when well, Halo so Infinite was going anyway. development. Yeah. Like, I remember when Halo Infinite was in development, that was, like, a pretty rocky, like, didn't it change three directors, bunch of people left. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, that felt like um, an omen of some kind. But here, I think it's just the, these two wanted to move on and do their own thing. I know Not there so have been, much. There have been There's other been times. There's been a lot that, of that in the last yeah, couple months. Yeah, we'll see, like, projects of, like, oh, the lead writer has left the project. And it's like, yeah, but the game releases in, like, two months. What is the lead writer doing nowadays? Like, you know. that's what? Yeah, that totally, that's totally fine. This is like a, a safe leaving of the company. They might also get their, still get their, uh, their name in the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because they're not leaving until the end of the year, even, right? Like, yeah. you know, still got yeah. two months or so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be, I don't know. I'm curious about what the Suicide Squad game is going to be like. Because, like you said earlier, Otten, right? We haven't even seen much of it really like in terms of game Mm-mm. right it's also just been cinematics i have a i have a feeling that all of the smart devices in my house will hear me talking and just always lock me into playing captain boomerang um mm. and i'm gonna be pretty frustrated because he's a pretty <laughs> trash character and, and now now why why are you saying that you would have to play captain boomerang stretch well it's because uh, clearly they're only gonna let the australian play the australian character all uh, right because you think they're racist <laughs> well, I don't think it's is that racist? racist. 
I don't know. It's not a race. <laughs> well, you guys are different enough to be stereotypical. <laughs> it's stereotypical, yes. Not yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, in other news, we got some more details on this upcoming Lord of the Rings game, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, which is a survival crafting game. One of the, the first of... What? Ever. I've never seen one of those games before. What no. is that like? <laughs> it's, it's like Minecraft, kind of. You, you know Minecraft? That, like, old game? Yeah, the one in Java. The one with awful graphics, that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. We've got some more details on it. It's going to be set in the fourth age of Middle Earth. And you're going to play a bunch of dwarves delving into the mines of Moria to find Mithril to use the Mithril to protect. I think you're like building a rebuilding wall, Rebuilding right? the gates. Yeah. yeah. It's. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like it's. It looks like it's going to be like very dark in terms of like. For a lot of simulation and survival games, you're kind of building and exploring. Like the developers literally say you can get lost in the mines, which mm -hmm. to me is kind of cool. Like you have to keep your bearings as you're exploring, um, which adds like a whole nother level if you're not just going as deep as you can to get Mithril. You're you've got to remember the way back to you. Is is it Mithril? Not Mithril? How they pronounce it in don't don't trust him with pronunciation. Yeah. All right, <laughs> haven't we learned that by now? Like, I don't want to go down a banal road. Like, yeah. well, this is from the guy who hasn't even fucking seen the movies. First, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen the second yeah. and third. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's, you in the shows and stuff. They'll like they'll very much be speaking what I'll say would be a common tone, like a common tone, common accent, and then every now and then when there's like a word a certain way. They'll like delve heavily into that in the same way that a pretentious person mid conversation may like drop something in an I am very smart way. So it'll be like, mm -hmm. ah, yes, well, instead of, oh, I was over there speaking with Galadriel about XYZ, and they say, ah, oh, yes, you know, I was speaking with Galadriel. And like <laughs> they'll do all the flourish and then move on like yeah. nothing happened. And it's the yeah. same, like, ah, oh, yes, we're down in the mines and we're picking away and we get some we get some mithril and yeah. then we go back to to mining more and it's like okay that was a bit weird but sure <laughs> uh, i think this game will also be co-op with up to eight players which sounds like a lot there's a lot there's a lot of mines. there's like there's, there's like sound stuff too to where um you're gonna have like songs that the dwarves can sing mm. or I think I for hope. it sounded like for I bonuses. It's got to be in there. <laughs> or something similar. You're telling me yeah. that seven dwarves can get together and go hit the mines up? <laughs> mm. uh, Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's a cool premise. It it I mean, for people who are already so into, um, you know, pardon the pun, the deep lore of lord of the rings and getting getting to be able to go into the mayans and just you know there's going to be all kinds of lore tidbits and like i'm sure you will stumble upon various levels of ancient dwarven civilization and you'll get to fight a balrog or two and um i think for for people who are like really into lord of the rings this is going to be a fun like real deep cut mm. probably yeah. yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be an area that, you know, we haven't had much opportunity to explore. I think the most we've really seen of it is in the new Lord of the Rings show. So mm. I'll be curious to yeah. see kind of what else they want to showcase. Yeah, I guess for someone who is less in, less knowledgeable, which is the fourth age? Is that before or after Lord of the Rings? Is that? I think it's after the third after. age. Before the fifth, the show, Thanks, the show is during the second age, and the movies okay. are the third age. Okay, so this would be truly after Sauron's demise or whatever. Yeah, I believe so. Right. When but his I think child, Sauron Jr., shows up. This isn't canon, though, right? Like in terms of the main, the movies. I don't know. There's there's rules 
to the IP from what I understand. <laughs> um, like I was reading about it like uh, if within the IP, you can't have a TV show with more than six or eight episodes. And there's like like there's strings attached to everything. Wait, so I wouldn't be surprised if like and the Lord of the Rings show is literally not al allowed to reference the source material. Um, okay within, so within that so it's like it's a whole thing with the lord of the rings I the think. fourth age began once sauron was vanquished and the one ring was destroyed so that's mm. like right at the end of the movies so gandalf elrond galadriel um mm. the rest of Thank them you. all headed off um so you might get a brief cameo from samwise before he fucks off across the plains as well um but yeah so it's it's like peacetime so dwarves are back ready to go out and you know touch Mine. dirt <laughs> get some mithril yeah i think this game is supposed to come out sometime in 2023 no precise window beyond that but for those of you out there who are big fans of survival crafting because there are so very few of them out there uh, you can keep your eye out on this finally one. Finally have one to look forward to. Right, finally. After Minecraft, yeah. this is your next one to finally check out. And this one probably yeah. has better graphics. I th yeah. think it does, yeah. It does. It's not none of that pixel art <laughs> garbage. Uh, it has real, real graphics. Yeah. Real graphics it's for real adult gamers. Fake graphics? Yeah. It's real graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, our last story of the week, uh, PlayStation's London studio, known for doing a lot of VR stuff, has decided to not do VR stuff because they're going to do a fantasy online co-op live service combat game set in modern day fantasy London. Sounds EX Alpha awful. plus three. Yes, <laughs> super turbo. Yeah, plus it's plus. a Capcom ass fucking buzzwords title. Yes. <laughs> it's not even title. It's just like a description yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Mm -hmm. They've had a weird history looking at them. Double check oh, yeah. what they've done. Like they did all the eye toy stuff. Mm -hmm. all, basically, all their like weird ideas that they've had, like that seems to be from this studio. So I, I'm very curious what it will be. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah they they've said that this upcoming project is kind of a result of a ton of like ideation iteration yeah. reiteration and so on they've likened it to a similar process that and that created the horizon series from gorilla so not that it is going to be like horizon but more just you know the, the same process of like what if we try this and that and do this weird thing and that weird thing and so on um so all i can expect is that it's it's gonna be really like off the wall kind of unexpected wow, out of the blue sort of thing should be yeah like they did like they've done all kinds of, like with that one was it wonder book or whatever that weird book thing like the play the move controllers mm -hmm. oh, yeah. things like that so i wonder i wonder what that means for them if it's not going to be a vr game and seemingly everything they've worked on is either some kind of motion control or vr thing mm -hmm. i'm curious yeah it's weird yeah, I mean, if it's if it's going to be like live service co-op, like I can't help but think of like it's the kind of game that's going to have dailies of some kind, or yeah, you know, Destiny. Like, yeah, something Destiny esque, or like you know, you're you're trying to make your numbers go up by getting the right gear or something yeah. like that. I mean, with but, with Bungie, that's probably helped them with a lot of their research for mm -hmm. yeah. something like this. I know, wasn't they? Didn't they announce that they were, uh, there was some report that came out that Sony was working on like four or five live service projects? Because they don't really have anything. Now that they own Destiny, they do. Yeah. But yeah. since before that, they don't have anything. Mm -mm. Really. But they want to have like, didn't yeah. they say like six or seven by 2030 or something, something like, like that? that. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Xbox 30. is talking about wanting their own Genshin Impact too. Yeah. That's yeah, gotta be something like a self-cannibalizing market, right? If yeah. you have six or seven games that you're wanting people to be logging yeah. on daily and weekly to complete whatever, like there's gonna be some some that just get dropped in three months or something. Yeah. I'm sure. I, that's why I think like with Sony, that's why they have so many going. It's like, well, we're gambling and hoping one sticks uh, yeah, yeah i think this is like a yeah. shotgun approach and then by 2035 they'll be like okay this is the one or two that's like the most successful mm -hmm, so these yeah. are the one mm -hmm. or two we're gonna okay, really build yeah. on that'd be my guess that's what i assumed when i heard it. i was like oh, okay they're just really hoping one of these will 
take off. <laughs> please, please uh, work. I mean, it makes sense. One like, will I, probably pay for the rest. Yeah, because I feel like live service games are the ones that have had so many fall by the wayside. Like Wild Stars wasn't that one, or like Wild, <laughs> like that weird furry MMO, right? Uh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, Wild Star was one. Yeah. That one had potential too. That potential, and then didn't been all the kinds of MMOs that fall world. by the wayside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like Battleborn, Battleborn. Yeah, no, that was the Overwatch. The, oh, tried okay. to be Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Outriders. Mm-hmm. No, they, they still stuff for that. I, but they, they're they're still putting out content, but when do you ever hear uh, about Outriders? Never. Yeah, never. It's yeah. not like Destiny, where it's like hard to take ten steps on the internet and not see something related to to what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Avengers, right? So there's there's a lot of potential. Moved, moved on from that as fast as you possibly could. <laughs> oh, like Anthem, that Anthem, Anthem. game. Yeah, oh, that one just full on died. Right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the point, right? Is that maybe that's what Sony's trying to do here? Is like they know they're like of the ones they make, there's going to be one that might end up like Anthem, one that yeah. might end up like Avengers, but the one or two that end up being successful, that's that's the money maker. Yep. We'll see. Yeah, and I guess yeah. they do have Genshin as well, like not first party, but it's at least exclusive mm-hmm. or their console. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, now that they own Bungie, I imagine they're probably making more money off of that, even though it's multi platform, you know, like yeah. Yeah. it's all going to daddy Sony now. Multi platform for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for like when, when Call of Duty. 24 or whatever comes out and they it's not on playstation they're like fine we're pulling the plug on our xbox servers fuck you guys uh, destiny 2 expansion for playstation only god i mean they've already they've been doing that since the launch of the first destiny yeah yeah exclusive stuff true. yeah i mean they did that with call of duty like literally a year or two ago right like oh, exclusive and, and- like timed and in fairness, Xbox did the same for the yeah. 360 era. It's yeah. like none it's weird. Of what it's is whoever's happening. on top like takes advantage yeah. of it. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now Xbox just owns Call of Duty, or will own probably. Yeah. And Call now we're like in a slap fight over it, and it's like yeah, you do we'll it see. too. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit just keeps getting it. weirder and weirder in those arguments. Yes. Um, of like Sony simultaneously saying any level of exclusivity is bad. But also, PlayStation players are the only ones who can disable crossplay in the new Call of Duty, or they have more loadouts to be able to select from. It's like a weird, finicky, tiny shit that is exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah, like Sony's well the company. Like full ass games. Yeah, they're the yeah. company that's like exclusivity is bad for the entire industry. Anyway, please look forward to God of War Ragnarok only on PlayStation <laughs> 5 and 4. Like, you know? Well, remember, yeah. they only said it was available on PlayStation 5, and then they had to be checked by their audience. It was like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, you said 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should yeah. have been 5 only. Mm-hmm. Play has no limits, asterisk. <laughs> so many asterisks. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what this live-action game is going to be, and I don't know. Like, like we've been saying, it's a tough market, right? I can't imagine. Like, I can't even oh, think of tougher. what the next successful live-service game is going to like. The brand new one, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, we'll just have to look forward to it. Buzzwords are plenty. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Play has limits on this one, right? Uh I think that's enough for the news this week. I think let's jump in and talk about Marvel Snap. I think has everyone here been playing Marvel Snap? Yep. Yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Us and the rest of the fucking internet. Yeah, it's true. Marvel Snap has been going wild. If you haven't heard of it somehow, it's a card game on mobile, but also PC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on this. Yep. Yeah. Where you get Free to play. play yeah it's free to play and you get to collect cards of all your favorite marvel superheroes like superman batman green lantern uh the flash dr manhattan aquaman yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the sandman (laughs) yes the the neil gaiman one right yeah um yeah Oh, right, yeah, because there's always... <laughs> Damn it, that doesn't work with the joke. 
<laughs> uh, hey, Rat, do you want to talk about Marvel Snap? Because you said that last week you had, what, 400 matches or something? I can't stop playing. Mm. Um, yeah, it started as a toilet game and then just got out of control. So, uh, As in a game you play on yeah. the toilet, not a Correct. shitty game. <laughs> which, okay. is like, which is literally every mobile game. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's just so simple that and the games take like four or five minutes at a time that it's been something I just keep hitting play, 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 and then two hours go by and I go, oh shit. Um but it's it's you've got a deck of cards that you pick. The um there's three locations you can drop them on, and each location from match to match is different in terms of the modifiers. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's one that gives you extra energy, there's one that uh fills the entire location with the same card that you just played um so every match is something completely different not even counting your opponent having different um a different deck yeah and i think the thing that really has made it take off other than kind of the really simple but also deep gameplay is uh the microtransactions are purely cosmetic so mm. really if if you want to spend money on Marvel Heroes, it's Battle Pass or just variants of cards. It's the exact same card, but like 16-bit uh, or um, different, different styles. Art all sorts of different styles. Yeah. yeah. So. It does seem like you have to play a lot to get stuff, though. To get like new car new cards. Yeah. yeah. You have to play quite a bit. Because mm -hmm. you get new cards when you upgrade your cards, right? But when you upgrade them, it's like it's not like oh you get upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like the art of it. Gets art, like, it'll go like, from uh, to like 3D and then animated. I don't know what's after that. I don't have anything higher. Uh, you get gold, like uh, shiny logo, and then I'm not sure what the next one is. Okay, so yeah, so stuff like that. Far. Yeah, but and collection end... level 225. Mm. Jesus Christ! Even <laughs> I'm, at like, <laughs> I'm at like 32. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, ranked 37, so I'm almost a gold rank. Wow. Um, what what are you at? Do you know? I'll pull it up. Pull, we're gonna play what am I live. looking up again? Your your collection level. It's the green number underneath your profile on the home screen. So I I had first when you first talked about this game, right? I pulled it up and then I saw the little cards with like a blue number in the top left and a red number in the top right. And I looked at that and thought, oh, it's a fucking Hearthstone clone. And I closed it out and I walked away from it. And then about three days later like someone posted an image of their game or like I saw someone online talking about it. It might've even been like in a, in a, like a YouTube shorts ad or like on TikTok or something that I saw like it actually being played. And it's like, Oh, this is like so boiled down. Mm -hmm. So like such a basic idea um, of just like, Hey, who, who has, who has the bigger number? Yes. Uh, that's yeah. all it is. And yep. it's so fun. The the different modifiers truly change up every single uh, game. And mm -hmm. there is like just the fact that I can load into a new game and there is not a, a 10 second ad that I need to skip is ludicrous. Yeah. yeah. Like you just need two out of the three numbers to be yours. Like you need the bigger two of the three numbers. That's it. Or or you can have ones that tie. Ties count as a success for both sides. Mm. So it's even generous like that. Like you could you could potentially finish a match with neither side having played a single card. And I think that you would both win. <laughs> Never had a straight up tie. I've yeah. had it where you've we're tied uh, like on number of spots one, but then it goes by your overall higher number added together. Uh, so okay, I, where you're like straight up completely tied. I've mm -hmm. had it like tied, and then one of us has a victory, and then the other one uh, has a victory, and it will give it to both of us. Mm -hmm. But I haven't, I haven't like okay taken track and counted like to see if one of us had a higher number than the other so yeah no, i i saw that as like a weird tip thing it said that and i was like oh okay so because i had um, that where we tied and i was like it said i won i was like i have no fucking idea how that happened but all right <laughs> and, then I, and then i moved on it's, it's based on whoever has the most points past yeah, that most spot. points yeah. together yeah interesting well, it's really interesting to see how no one playing any card yeah. would work out do. yeah would it just be a true neutral tie 
So I'm yes. at 36 collection level. Hmm. Okay. So Rut, how you doing? Uh, how's your 225 looking? Yeah. This is Mr. I have no impulse control um, kitten clicker over here. <laughs> I do have an idle game up. Um... Nice. I can't wait to tell you about this game. I've been building this one game oh, up for so no. long. I can't wait to tell you about it. No, but it's, I mean, for me, it's just. Like, Maybe that'll be what you do on, on the, the show New Year podcast. And just keep playing. Good. I, I can't stop. It's can't stop snapping. So, yeah. I cannot stop snapping the gamers. And I'm I'm the player that immediately goes in, and uh, one of the mechanics is you snap where you you hit the. I don't remember which one it is. Tesseract uh, at the top. The tesseract yeah, the at the top. And if one person hits at the end of the match, it's worth the, the match is worth four points. If both hit, it's worth eight. You can retreat early if you don't want to lose points because it's essentially purely ranked. Like. Right. You progress by gaining points. But I'm the player that always hits it and then hits the chat bubble that says snap and then the Spider-Man points at the, <laughs> the Tesseract. Um, I didn't even know that there so was a So if you fight against button. me, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, if you hit, uh, if you hit like your your avatar, it'll bring up chat oh. options. Right, and then you need um, to put in the Konami code to be able to chat. <laughs> but I do that every match. And I saw someone uh, tweet yesterday that's like, those of you that snap before the game even starts, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, <laughs> you felt called so out. So many things. Do you want it alphabetically? Baby. Chronologically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's. I'm enjoying it. I do like mm -hmm. the simplicity of it, and that matches are quick. And uh, I like card games. I hate building decks, and I realize that's part of it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want to do. It. I don't give a shit about doing that. Right. Um, so I don't really know how much. To build. They are. They're very simple decks. Because you only have 20, uh, right? Only 20 cards. Uh, and you're, there's not, at least, I mean, I'm sure maybe further on there's some cards, but you're not having to really deal with card draw a lot. Like, you're not doing that or or certain mana boosting things or whatever. So it's pretty simple. Like, it's really the face value of the card for the most part. There's some that do more that I've seen. But mostly it's just what the hell does this card do? <laughs> um but I am running into, I'm sure I, I kind of I doubt that I'll play it for so, too much longer because I'm going to start running more into, oh, they just have the better cards or I get like something like RNG will come in that just fucks you. Like I had a match where the, I had the, the place that gives you the rocks, but I didn't get what Stretch got where it said they got the, the bonus power and all I drew were rocks and I literally couldn't play any cards and I was like, well... Okay, I guess I lost because I literally have treat. nothing to do. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. nothing, and it's like that's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> when those those random things with the the locations can happen. Um, but I mean that's been relatively rare. But uh, I'm assuming if you're someone that's more invested in it, that would be frustrating when it feels like there's not really anything you can do about it. Sometimes. I think the the saving uh, grace for me is that I might not be as much of a deck builder person, but a lot of the people that play that play video games and mobile games are yes. fucking idiots. Mm. Yes. There's no strategy. It's like, wh what are you doing? I've lost one match and I've played, I don't know, 30. Wow. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I had one match where like the two on the side, I won because I had like six points and nine points. And then in the middle, I lost because I had like 15 points. And they had 47. And so, huh. What are you doing putting Iron Man down in the middle? Like, <laughs> you've already won it. Or you've got like three really close locations and you're like, all right, I'm going to focus on these two. And they just focus on the third one and that's it. Yes. And you're like, no, that's just, crazy. Okay. Well, you, you, you thought you were going to win. Out of three. You kicked my ass there. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not total points. You got to win the locations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does seem like a lot of fun because I played a, like a few matches. I'm only like I'm only collection level like three or four, like not, not even close to you guys. But I do like the gameplay loop that it has. It's so simple, Absolutely, yeah. right? Like it's so like, I mean, despite what we just said, it, I thought it was idiot proof. I guess not quite idiot proof, but close to it, right? You no, just got to make sure yeah, that you're I not mean, idiot. You can play it, but like there's it is interesting how there is very very simple strategy that people just don't employ like Wait. simply understanding okay i gotta win two out of three all right this one's a lost cause fuck that one yeah Only these the two. Other ones. like and that doesn't happen 
or yeah. like certain things of like, hey, maybe don't fill up your location real quick because then I know exactly what I need to beat you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. The strategy is so do. simple and yeah. there's so many card combos you can do mm-hmm. as well. I think for me, that's the, been the like the, the hooker. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of game, yeah, that was the wrong word. <laughs> the hook, um, the hook, yes, uh, and uh, just like hey, Christian, can you clip and, that? Yeah, this is gonna be all over TikTok. Um, it, the, for me, it's like retooling my deck to be like, okay, I can combo these together, and trying to think through like new um strategies has been yeah, interesting right. because it takes thirty seconds to build a new deck. Mm-hmm. really um, likes a good combo of hookers with a good strategy yeah. yes yeah the more the better he likes the high value and the low value <laughs> yeah. all together mm-hmm. uh, he's an equal mm-hmm. opportunity hooker giver oh, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be its own tiktok god damn it <laughs> this is the podcast now this is all we're releasing we're gonna cut the last 40 minutes and it's just gonna be ruts hooker talk I don't think there's been an episode. We're what fifty-seven in now, where I haven't been roasted for something I said, and that's no different than my personal life. Well, that's not. Well, you haven't been on some of the pods. I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah, the some of that you weren't here. Actually, I'm, I, sure, I'm pretty sure you him. still roasted me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we probably talked shit about me and I wasn't here. Yeah. Fair. yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't think I'd pass up on the opportunity. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's yeah, Marvel check out snap. Marvel Snap. Like, yeah, you can it's, it's, download it's fun. I mean, it's, it's free. Short. Uh, it's short. I mean, if it's uh, not predatory, that's, that's that is thing, still yeah. the biggest yeah. sales point for it. It's like play it. It's not predatory. Like, yeah. well, it's even nice. the battle pass is purely cosmetic. Like, you only get variants that you earn from the yeah. core gameplay loop of just upgrading cards. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's no like. Oh, if I buy the battle pass, I can beat people faster. It's like, oh no, yeah. I just have different variants. Yeah. Or you so, you do get like extra money, but that's part of the free tier. So it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you're really only paying for the cosmetic value, which some of the cosmetics yeah. are cool, like some of the yeah. effects for the animated ones and stuff. But right. like, I'd also it's say not like predatory at all. Even if you're not as big a Marvel fan, the underlying core game where like this mm-hmm. is gonna be the start of it, this genre, this um mm-hmm. I don't even know what you'd want to call it, like zone uh, card battler. Something like that. It's going to be like the the tower defense mobile genre that's popped up where each side has the tower and you're just basically putting cards like, down to... Yeah, like auto, auto chess, auto battler. Yeah, um, auto, yeah auto battler. I've seen other like card games that do this this lane system. Like, it doesn't the Skyrim card game... Like the digital one, do the same thing. Or There's I think it's only Skyrim two. Card game. <laughs> Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, Elder fucking Scrolls. Legends yeah. of whatever garbage. It's the Skyrim yeah. one. Oh, yeah. um, I haven't played. Got it. Oh, I thought yeah. that was more on, based on Gwent. No, I thought it was like there were lanes in that as well, and you want to like win some of the lanes. Yeah. So it's uh, similar, Artifact had lanes. Artifact had lanes, and and then stop having lanes. Yes. Yeah, oh. that. The, the new artifact game. Mm-hmm. The new card Stop game that from Richard Garfield and Justin Gary, Soulforge oh. Fusion, also has lanes. That's Soul a fun Forge one. Fusion. I recommend Thanks. checking that out. Okay, uh, check out the there's 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 <laughs> Richard Gar- Garfield's his uncle. And uh, no. <laughs> 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 just had to make sure to get his game in there. <laughs> right. Disclaimer, right? No, he's not. He's not. That was a joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of we Dota, would never have disclaim. Guys, <laughs> have you guys ever seen uh, the international stuff that's been going out? The various memes and stuff, the videos that they're doing. That Gaben is doing. Yes. No. no. They're they're some of the funniest shit ever. Especially if you know a little bit about Dota. But the fact that like Gabe's doing stuff, it's pretty funny. Is he, like he's is he like, knocking he on people's doors in Seattle again. No, like they have them do a phone call with uh, Cave Johnson from Portal, and it's it is uh, J.K. Simmons, and they, mm-hmm. they announced him as an announcer pack for Dota Two. Right, um, that's cool. And so they had a video, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey whatever, it's G Fat," and that's just that's what he's calling himself, <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> and like, I don't know, all of them have been fucking brilliant so far with Gabe. They're okay. worth looking at. <laughs> okay, all right. look these up. Hell yeah. Uh, so I have been playing Bayonetta Three. 
that came out last Friday. Uh, How's the voice the acting? Pretty good, honestly. Oh <laughs> I'm not sure I would have noticed if if this whole thing didn't blow up, right? Hey, you know what's funny they, is that we played it the preview at at PAX, didn't notice it. Mm-mm. Yeah, Jennifer Hill does a fantastic job. It's yeah. not like she's trying to own and make her own Bayonetta. She's just kind of faithfully continuing the Bayonetta character into this third one. And this third one also has like multi, it's a multiverse game, as in you go to this Bayonetta and that Bayonetta world and that Bayonetta world. And you see oh. all the other Bayonettas in front of you. So there are multiple versions of them. And they all have slightly different voices as well. So I feel like Jennifer Hill got some good time to just, you know, kind of explore the character, but also the main Bayonetta you play is a pretty good continuation of the Bayonetta you know. Um, as far as gameplay goes, it's it's more but better. <laughs> more, more it's a but platinum bigger. game. That's what <laughs> yeah, you could want from it, right? More but better for a sequel? Yeah, kind of, right? Like, there's, you know, it, it still feels a lot like Bayonetta 1 and 2, but now you can summon the big demons whenever you want. I'm almost at the end, and I think I have seven big demons i can summon like it, wow. it definitely feels like a, a glutton of like too many options but in a in a good way like you know there's so much weird shit you can do in it yeah um so when you choose your weapon you uh when you dash you transform into something that's related to the weapon so like your your pistols like the the one she normally has like on all of her limbs you transform into like a butterfly creature right you know it's kind of as is want to do yes uh there's one where it's a giant club but the handle of the club is like a rifle barrel like a 50 cal rifle barrel so she can turn the Mm. club around and shoot it like a 50 cal rifle but then turn it around again and swing it like a club fucking video games man aren't they great it's really great um but then you transform into like a kind of demonic like I i don't know how to really describe it like a like a scaly thing that like runs on kind of like a gorilla almost but then like its hands are jetpacks too so it can like propel forward <laughs> it's really hard to describe no i think i've seen this digimon before yeah it's, it's <laughs> digimon. that was um, great and this game definitely feels like um yeah it definitely came out after devil may cry 5 because there's a mm-hmm. bit like so you know in dmc5 dante gets um like that bike that can turn into like he can rip in half and then like each of the wheels are chainsaws and he like kind of swings the half a bike around you you guys know what i'm talking about or no uh, unfortunately i played, played it yet <laughs> yeah so then he can put them back together and then ride the bike into enemies and then rip That's them off hard again. yeah it's really dumb in like an exactly. amazing way yeah uh bayonetta has something similar where it's like a giant chain sword kind of like warhammer 40k but it's modeled after a train so you can swing a, a, a handheld train where its wheels are chainsaws at people and then when you transform you transform into choo-choo bayonetta like you just turn into a train but the smokestack oh, yeah. at the front is bayonetta <laughs> this just is run, just run. what does that like is there any like story or lore thing of why a, a train is suddenly a part of what you are is it just they had an idea and they put it in there i'm i think it's they had an idea and put it in there because uh, you I'm can not... summon because you can summon the big demons right yeah. so like the, the the pistol big demon is a big you know madama butterfly right is this what i'm looking at it's like got like a red grill on the front yeah choo-choo band that, i was expecting like more demonic looking hair everything what yeah yeah you can just turn into that and then when you summon the demon it's just a giant demon train and you just create the track around the battlefield and then then let it go and it just zips around the battlefield running into enemies and running them over Is, Uh, is this did they borrow some cocaine from sonic team in the in the creation process possibly i mean this this, it's shared yeah like this game has a lot of just like the weirdest shit like it's it's extreme in every direction like there's nothing middle of the road here everything is like either 100 percent dramatic or 100 percent campy 100 percent horny 100 percent ridiculous like it's <laughs> there's nothing balanced or you know like middle of the road here like the one of the like later game demons i've gotten is a clock tower you just summon a clock tower and it just shoots shit at people. And then like its sides come out and it's like 
like the shovels from a from a like a giant compactor as hands uh-huh. and it just swipes at enemies and coming out of a tower like what's wrong with that nothing it's just stupid nothing. in like the best way so that, that, that's bayonetta 3 it's it's very ridiculous it's it's I'll more what, what you want you've sold me on it i think i'm gonna go buy it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's good stuff it's just ridiculous like on you remember from like the thing we played at pax right the, the, like one of the early scenes is you uh summoning a giant like quadruped godzilla thing and then landing in water and riding on boats attached to its feet like shoes and you ride that to glide along the water it's so stupid <laughs> yes and then you yes. jump off of that to some like very anime like scene of slow motion big monsters getting ready to punch each other. It's mm-hmm. a rocky moment. Oh, the boss battles in this game are fantastic because every one of them is just a new a new game. One of them's like a kaiju battle, like a side scrolling kaiju battle. One of them is a rhythm game. That sounds <laughs> sick yeah it's i love it's, when game companies just go ham on stuff mm-hmm. that's, that's so what's cool. awesome it's since we always like to bring it up that's one of the things i really like about kingdom hearts it had so many weird just ideas in it in the series yeah. they're always just like yeah hey, we'll just make this this whole game in and of itself but you'll never see it again like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just for this yeah. little part of the world <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's from that era, like PS2, PS3 era of just like action games that have weird shit in them. This is just that, but in 2022. It's making me want another Ashura's Wrath because that mm-hmm. was another game that just went balls to the walls with yeah. everything. QTEs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah QTEs, everything. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I think the only downside so far for Bayonetta to me is... Um, I feel like I'm going to say this pretty much every time a new Switch game comes out, and I'll probably say this with Zelda as well. Man, we... Uh, it's time to you, move on. You can, you can feel the Switch just dying as it's trying to, <laughs> to make it happen, because the game at some points can be a little, like, kind of straight-up ugly. Like, it just doesn't yeah. look great which is a shame for something that's like you know moving so fast and like so chaotic like energy beams everywhere explosions everywhere and you're trying to figure out what bayonet is doing in the middle of all that and it can just be really rough to look at which is a shame yeah yeah new nintendo switch please soon mm-hmm. please yeah i'm hoping zelda will be better just because its art style is like kind of you know cell shade get away with a lot yeah yeah Yeah, whereas bayonet is trying to go for like semi-realistic like you know it's like more detailed and Mm -hmm. like yeah my 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 suspicion with tears of the kingdom is going to be that they're going to really capitalize on how much will be off screen when you shoot up into the sky or go underground Mm -hmm. that they can do some fun some fun memory saving tricks there i hope so yeah yeah, because Bayonetta, I don't know if there are really any memory saving tricks because you're going like to huge. There's also like, like there's so much particle effects and hair yeah. moving and like so much physics going on that that's mm-hmm. just got to be difficult to do. Yeah. yeah and like some air, like you're going into Tokyo and like Paris. So just a lot of places with a ton of detail in the backgrounds, mm-hmm. right? Because like, you know, you're trying to model whole cities. So. Yeah, that's that's probably the big, like the worst thing I can think of with Bayonetta, and it makes me wish that because I think Bayonetta one is on PC, but not two, right? Because two still. Bayonetta one is on three sixty as well. Yeah. yeah, well, that was before it was Nintendo exclusive, even. Yeah. So I mean, it would be like I think the best version of this game is definitely on something that's not the Switch, but. You know, if we're stuck with exclusivity, yeah, I think we're stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, just a shame. Yeah, but that aside, I mean, it's still really fun. It's still more of, uh, you know, that crazy over-the-top action, you know, like sick combos and big attacks and cool animations and so on. So it's kind of hard to complain about it, Mm -hmm. aside from the the graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the voice acting, right? It's pretty good. So it's all very hammy in a, in the best way. So I don't know. I think 
it's it's crazy that because we talked about it last week if you're out of the loop that the whole helena taylor jennifer hale situation was kind of crazy i don't know if anyone really would have batted an eye had that whole stink not come up yeah well i think that's a wrap for this week's episode of the tech raptor podcast we hope you enjoyed and if you did please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on it would really help us out a lot and let us know in the comments below either on youtube or on our site how have you been enjoying bayonetta are you digging it are you not did you notice the voice acting change how do you feel about it <laughs> let us know in the comments below um if you want more from us, we're always publishing news, features, reviews, and so on at techraptor.net. And if you want more of this show, we will be back in your feed next Monday. We'll see you then.